Welcome to 5 Minutes in the Word. This is your daily podcast, which spends a few minutes exploring God's Word. We are almost at the conclusion of Acts chapter 21, looking at verses 37 through 39, read from today's New International Version. Paul has been dragged from the temple by the uh, non-Christian Jews. And his life has been saved by the Roman commander and his soldiers. Paul is speaking to them in Greek. And by speaking in Greek, Paul showed that he was a cultured, educated man and not just a common rebel starting riots in the streets. The language grabbed the commander's attention and gave Paul protection and the opportunity to give his defense. And that's according to Life Application Study Bible. So let's listen to Acts chapter 21, verses 37 through 39, read from today's New International Version. As the soldiers were about to take Paul into the barracks, he asked the commander, May I say something to you? Do you speak Greek? He replied. Aren't you the Egyptian who started a revolt and led 4,000 terrorists out into the wilderness some time ago? Paul answered, I am a Jew from Tarsus in Cilicia, a citizen of no ordinary city. Please let me speak to the people. Again, Acts chapter 21, verses 37 through 39, read from today's New International Version. I'll be back with insights and close with prayer. Hi, this is Hope Scott, and I pray that you are enjoying my podcast. Stitcher listeners, you can listen, like, and follow on Pandora. Five Minutes in the Word is available on your favorite podcast apps, including Amazon Podcast, Apple Music, Spotify, and so many others. Please like and follow Five Minutes in the Word on Facebook and Twitter. Again, that was Acts chapter 21, verses 37 through 39. Read from today's New International Version, and I'm just going to get right into what the commentaries had to say. As Paul was being led to the barracks, he asked the commander if he could speak. Just as he got up to the top of the steps or stairs that led to the barracks and was about to go into the door of it, at first the commander the Roman commander thought that Paul was a terrorist and was surprised that Paul was an educated man and could speak Greek. The language was a surprise both uh, because both the language and the phrasing showed that Paul was a man educated in the Greek world, not a rabble rouser. The phrase itself was a surprise It seems far too polite and reserved. We would expect Paul, well, I wouldn't expect Paul, but that's what the commentary said. Because I can't even imagine Paul, who has the the leading and and the guiding of the Holy Spirit, 
he says that we would expect Paul to be screaming, help, help, and not, pardon me, sir, may I have a moment with you? So I can I can just imagine Paul with the second, not with the former. I just can't imagine, especially given his history. He was one of those who was responsible for, um, maybe not for the death of Stephen directly, but he he uh, was one of those who went from um, and arrested. He had um, right the authority from the from the church from the Jewish church to arrest those who were following the way, which is what they called following the teachings of Christ. But let me continue with the commentaries. The Egyptian that the um, commission, the commander is speaking of, is written about in the uh, by the historian Josephus. He wrote of an Egyptian who had led a revolt of thousands of Jews in Jerusalem in A.D. fifty-four, just three years pri- uh, prior. And one commentary says that he probably was. Uh, very familiar with the person, and uh, maybe Paul looked like that person. But anyway, this self-proclaimed prophet had convinced his fanatical followers to accompany him to the nearby Mount of Olives. And it makes you think of Jim Jones, who had um, this group of people who followed him and uh, led to their death. At least in this case, they just scattered but anyway, it says that he said he said that at his word, the walls of Jerusalem would collapse and uh, this miraculous event would precipitate the destruction of the Roman Empire. And of course, that did not happen because the govern, governor Felix had dispatched troops to deal with this insurrection. And because of this, hundreds of Jews were either killed or captured, and the Egyptian ringleader of this sect disappeared into the desert. The commander apparently assumed that Paul was this rebel, returning to make some more trouble. And it goes on to say that Paul tells them, I'm a Jew from uh, Tarsus in Cilicia, a citizen of no um, common city. Tarsus was a metropolis and a city remarkable for its culture and the zeal of its inhabitants in uh, studying philosophy. When Paul identified himself as a Roman com- uh, to the Roman commander, it put him in an entirely different standing. He was a citizen of Tarsus, not a suspected terrorist. Paul uses this uh, rhetoric to emphasize that Tarsus was a city known for scholarship and culture, and that's how he spoke. That's how he came across. Paul's citizenship and identity of his hometown shows that, again, that he wasn't a rebel, as the officer in charge may have thought. And he says, may I please speak to the people. He, again, is trying to reach his Jewish brothers. He's trying to get them to understand 
that God has fulfilled all the prophets, all the law and the prophets in the person of Jesus Christ. At this moment, when his life was in danger from an angry mob and he was suspected of being a dangerous criminal, Paul had one thing in mind. Let me preach the gospel. It's amazing that Paul could think and speak so clearly. And it said that a German philosopher, a German theologian, says that um, this whole account is a fabrication. But there is no way, because under the power of the Holy Spirit, I, I believe and I know that we can do all things. Let's pray. Father, we thank you. We thank you as we study your word. We thank you that your word has always had critics, and we know that, Father. We, your word has been, um, as we read the voice of the martyrs, we know that your word isn't even permitted in some parts of the world, in some countries, by some religions. But God, we thank you that the gospel still spreads that the gospel, once that gospel message gets out there and once it takes root and it takes root in, in the hearts of people, that your word does live. It's a living word. So we thank you for that. Father, we're praying for those who need you in a special way. Thank you, Father, that my little great niece was able to go home today, exactly two months after an accident that um, killed her mom an accident where she was supposed to not be able to do any of the things that she's doing now. She wasn't supposed to speak. She wasn't supposed to to uh, walk. She Her brain was going to have damage. But God, you proved that uh, all of this rests in your hands. And God, we thank you that in your hands is where we have to put all of our cares. Father, we pray for those who need you in whatever special ways they need you because we know that you are a God of miracles, signs, and wonders as you've proven through uh, the healing of my great niece as she continues to heal and, and uh, praying for those who need you in that way and other ways, whatever the needs are, and thanking you in advance for answered prayers. Amen. Thank you for spending time in God's Word with me. Be blessed.